The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Executive Minister, Senior Assistant Minister, and Director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. I've been gone for a month, so first of all, let me just say uh, it's, I'm glad to be back, glad to be with the listeners. I appreciate you all, love you all, and I really, really love the fact that you support this podcast so much over nine years now of doing this podcast. Today, um, we're going to get into some real special, special subjects that I think can help you get some breakthroughs for the end of the year and going forward into the new year. So first of all, let me introduce my guest today. Noah St. John is known as the father of affirmations and the mental health coach to the stars. Working with Hollywood celebrities, eight-figure company CEOs, professional athletes, top executives, and entrepreneurs, Noah is famous for helping his coaching clients make more in just 12 weeks than they made in the previous 12 months by using spiritual principles. Noah has also appeared on over 1,000 media outlets, including ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Entrepreneur, and Success Magazine. You can get the note. You can get Noah's new book, Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money, free at SendMeABookNoah.com. That's SendMeABookNoah.com. So without further ado, welcome Noah St. John. How you doing there, Noah? I'm doing great, Galen. It's great to be here. What a, what a privilege and an honor to be here with you today. Thank you, thank you. So I really want to talk to you about the head trash. And you were my guest mm-hmm. before. Uh, about maybe yep. a year and a half almost ago now, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit mm-hmm. about the head trash amongst many of the things that you teach. But I really want to stick mm-hmm. today on the head trash and how it affects our money, how it affects our mm-hmm. finances, how it affects our prosperity consciousness, or at times mm-hmm. produces poverty consciousness. So, exactly. you know, when you say that head trash is the number one reason many people feel stuck, what is head trash? And how does it keep people stuck? Yes, absolutely, Galen. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is a very, very huge, very crucial, very important topic, but one that a lot of people feel uncomfortable talking about. You know, when we talk about finances, money, abundance, wealth, prosperity, and we talk about it in a spiritual setting, some people get very uncomfortable. They're like, well, wait, 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 we don't want to talk about money. 
we're to talk about God and spirituality. And I'm like, well, of course we are. But we're talking about the same thing. You know, we're, we're talking about the same thing. Do you think God wants us to be poor? Do you think God wants us to have not enough? Do you think God wants us to go around saying, well, I don't have anything. I can't afford it. Uh, oh, that's, that's too rich for me and things like that. So th- this is a very, very crucial, important topic that, that I'm very passionate about, as you can tell. In fact, I've written 15 books on the subject. My 16th book is coming out, you know, later uh, next year. But basically, head trash, as I've been teaching it for the last 20 years, is the voice in your head that says, I can't do it because dot, dot, dot. And then you just fill in the blank. So let let me back up a little bit, if I may, and and tell you a little about how I came up with this whole teaching. And as you mentioned, you know, I'm I'm famous for, I'm known for uh, helping people make more in 12 weeks than they made in the the previous 12 months. So you're like, well, how the heck do you do that? Well, this is a, a big way that I do this, but it really started from very humble beginnings. In fact, my story is that I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. And, and that sounds like a cliche, but it's totally true. I grew up in this little town called, I grew up in this little town called Kennebunkport, Maine, which happens to be one of the wealthiest communities in New England. But my family was dirt poor. And I mean that literally, because we lived at the bottom of a dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents ended up losing to foreclosure. So from a very young age, I was painfully exposed to the gap, the chasm, really, between the haves and the have-nots. The haves was everyone else in the community, the wealthy people, the rich people. The have-nots was my family. We didn't have anything. And so, you know, you hear these speakers. I'm sure you've heard this, uh, Galen, and and for, for many people listening to the program today. You know, you hear speakers, they get on stage, and they say something like this. They'll say, well, we were poor, but we were happy. We didn't know we were poor. Well, in my family, let me tell you something. We knew we were poor. <laughs> we freaking knew we were poor because <laughs> because my mother, bless her heart, reminded us every day that we were poor and miserable. So no, it wasn't happy. It sucked. So I hated that life of poverty. I hated being poor. I hated that very, very much. You know, so no, I, I was not happy about it. And, and so I, very from a very young age, I just was determined to not be poor, to not be living that life, to not perpetuate this poverty living, this poverty consciousness, right? And so mm-hmm. I said, I got I to gotta figure out how to go from here to there, right? How do I go from here, you know, being poor and broke with the have-nots, how do I go and be one of the haves? And, and I'm like, I don't know. And so I did the only thing that I figured to do to answer that question. Now, um, you know, for those of you who've never heard of me or don't know me, uh, you know, they call me the nerdiest nerd in the personal growth industry, right? In the, in the personal in the personal development industry, they call me the nerdiest nerd. I'm I'm basically the Sheldon Cooper of self help. If you ever read, watch that show, The Big Bang Theory. I love Theory. that show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like the Sheldon Cooper of self help. So I'm just such a nerd, and and I, I I say that proudly now. Of course, you know, I back many years ago, it wasn't cool to be a nerd, but now it's kind of cool. But anyway. So as a nerd, as the nerdiest nerd, what I did was I went to the library and just started reading every book that I could on the subject of of success, right? Because I, like I said, I wanted to go from where I was to where I wanted to be, from have not to have. And so I read every book on on self-help, personal growth, you know, the classics, like Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Stephen Covey, you know, all the classics, right? 
And I really, really tried to get them to work. But what happened was I couldn't seem to get them to work. In fact, the harder I worked, the worse it got. And so at the age of 25, after really many years of studying this and really, really working hard, I, I was at such a low point in my life that I decided to commit suicide. I, w- I decided one day that I'm, I'm going to end my life because I'm very tired. I'm frustrated, depressed, lonely, broke. Nothing is working in my life. And so what's the point? So I decided to end my life. Well, at the last moment, my life was spared. I, I tell that story in my books and in my online courses. So I'm going to get into the whole thing here. But long story short, my life was spared, but I, I didn't know why. And so I said, well, there's got to be a reason, but I don't know why I'm still here. And so what happened was I went on another long journey, this one more of a spiritual journey, an inner journey, right? I started reading books. I started to, in fact, that was when I was exposed to the teachings of Dr. Ernest Holmes, Science of Mind, you know, and Unity churches and teachings and, uh, you know, writers and authors like Marianne Williamson, uh, Neil Donald Walsh, Deepak Chopra, Louise Hay, all, all of the spiritual authors that we all love, right? That was the first time I've ever been exposed to these, these authors, these experts. And so I said, wow, this is amazing. I never knew any of this. So then, long, again, long story short, I, I, in 1997, at the age of 30, I had these two epiphanies that really changed my life. When I discovered what was missing, what was missing in all of these books, all this teaching that I had read over the last two decades, really. I mean, a long, long time. And so I said, wow, why is nobody talking about this? We've got to talk. I guess I've got to talk about it because I just realized it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, nobody is talking about this. So literally what happened was I I sat down and I decided to write a book. I've always loved writing and reading and books, literature. So I, I wrote a book. I called it Permission to Succeed because I realized that we don't need more how to's of success. What millions of people actually need is to give ourselves permission to succeed. So I was the first person to ever write about that topic, and that was the name of my first book, Permission to Succeed, which came out, which was actually published by the Chicken Soup for the Soul People in 1999. And so that's really how it all started. It started very humbly, very accidentally, <laughs> um, really because of my frustration with the personal growth industry, with what they don't tell you, tell us, what they don't teach us. And as a result of my discoveries and my teaching and now systematizing this, this whole process now, which we now have several words for it, you know, we call it the power habit system because I teach what highly successful people do unconsciously that they can't teach. And that's why so many people go to all these seminars and buy all these books and yet they're still stuck. Why? Because of what I've been teaching for the last two decades, what I've been teaching my clients and the reason my clients have you know, made so much money, over $2 billion my clients have actually made over the last many years. So the point is, you know, what's the point of the story and what does this mean for everyone listening? What it means is if you right now are feeling frustrated, if you're feeling like, you know, I'm doing okay or maybe I'm doing well, but I know there's more for me. I know there's like another level or maybe two or three levels or five levels that I'm not hitting and I don't know why. And I've read all these books. I've gone to all the seminars. What's missing well, that's what I do is I, I fill in those missing pieces and that's what our, you know, our coaching, our training, our online programs do. And um, well, actually, as you mentioned, you know, we, for the, everybody listening, you can actually go and get one of my new books. Well, my new book for free, it's called Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money and it is free. We just ask you to cover the shipping. It's uh, again, the website is send me a book, Noah, 
Noah.com. Very easy to remember. Send me a book, Noah.com, and I will send you a book. <laughs> so it's, uh, again, that's the website where you can get the new book for free. But anyway, so what I wanted to say is that, so head trash, going back to the, you know, the, the essence here, head trash is that voice. So think about your goals, right? For everyone listening to the program, what is it you want in life? Well, we all want basically the same things, don't we? I mean, we want to be happy. We want to be fulfilled. We want to have love in our lives. We want to feel love. We want to love and be loved. We want to have a good career, good job, maybe own your own business. Uh, you want to be able to uh, contribute to worthy causes, uh, leave a legacy. And so you want all of these things, right? And, and so we want things, material things, but we also want things that can't be measured in money or material objects like happiness, love, fulfillment, joy, right? So if you think about all these things that you want, right, think of them like a destination, right? You want to get from where you are to where you want to be. So it's kind of like driving a car, right? So imagine that, well, let me paint two scenarios for you here for everybody, and, and, uh, and then we'll kind of talk about them if, if that's all right. So the first scenario is you, you're in your home and you get in your car, pull out of your driveway, drive around for an hour, drive around in circles for an hour, and then go back to your home. Now that doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, that's like, who would do that? That doesn't make any sense. The second scenario then is you get in your car, pull out of your driveway, go to the grocery store. You get out of your car, go in the grocery store, walk around the grocery store for an hour, get back in your car and go home. Now that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> You're like, well, wait, right. no, neither of those make any sense, right? But here's what's happening. So in the first scenario, what is the reality is you don't know where you're going. You don't have a destination, right? You don't have a goal. In the second scenario, you had a goal, you had a destination, the grocery store, but you didn't know why you were going there. <laughs> so you walked around the store for an hour, got back in your car and went home. And you're like, well, but neither of those make any sense. But do you realize that there are millions and millions of people right now every day doing both of those things in their lives? In their, in their careers, in their businesses, in their relationships, in their health. Number one, they don't know where they're going. They don't have a destination. And number two, they know they might have a destination, but they don't know why they're doing it. They don't know why they're going there. And so if either of those apply to you, then, you know, that's where we can help you so that you don't have to just be wasting your time, money, and effort, but instead you can really work more focused, more productively, and that's one of the ways that we help people make more in 12 weeks than they made in the previous 12 months. Because just, just by, by virtue of, you know, installing some of these systems, things can happen very quickly. That makes sense. That makes sense. So mm -hmm. when you are, how can I say this? Um, you, you, you changed the word affirmations to affirmations, like A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. -F -F um, mm -hmm. you say that's the fastest way to change your life. Um, first mm -hmm. of all, what made you tweak the word and, and what are <laughs> affirmations and how are they different from traditional affirmations? Right. Absolutely. Well, that was one of my epiphanies that I had back in 1997. Right. And so, um, what happened was I had been studying all these books. Like I, like I said, you know, I studying all these and they all say the same thing. Every self-help book for everybody listening. If you've ever read a self-help book, you know, they all say basically the same thing, right? Set your goals, think positive, you know, visualize it, use affirmations. 
right? So we all know what an affirmation is. Like, for example, when I'm speaking, when I, when I do keynote speeches or when I'm speaking at, you know, unity churches or around the country, uh, you know, one of the things that I do is I like to ha- play a little game with my audience. And so I'll say, all right, um, everybody, I want you to stand up and we're going to use the traditional affirmation method that we've all been taught, right? And so I say, all right, well, everybody, I want you to say right now, I am rich. And everybody goes, I am rich. And you know what happens next? Everybody starts laughing. And I go, well, what are you laughing at? And they go, well, I'm not rich. And I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. Aha. See, now that's the problem, right? Isn't it the problem for many people, most people really, that, you know, we say these positive statements, we want to believe them, but the truth is we just don't believe them, right? Now, the traditional teachers said, well, listen, if you don't believe your affirmation, just repeat it a thousand, million, billion, kajillion times until you believe it someday. Now, for some people, that worked just fine. For millions of us, it didn't work at all. In fact, that's exactly what happened to me. See, that's why I shared my story a moment ago, because I want people to realize that if you're feeling frustrated using the old method, you know, because I was doing everything they said. I, I mean, I wrote the affirmations down. I put post-it notes all over my, my room. You know, I said, I'm happy, I'm rich, I'm successful. No, I'm not. I'm broke, I'm happy, and miserable. You know, so no, it didn't work, you know. So... One day, it was April 1997, I was actually in the shower thinking about all these things, right? We've all had those aha moments in the shower, right? You're thinking about a problem or a situation in your life, and you go, aha, eureka, that's it, right? I call it in, in my books and in my, in my training programs, I call it the shower that changed everything. And so uh, in this particular shower, I was thinking about this very point. I said, why is it that we've been taught this one way to change our beliefs, and they just don't work, right? Because it, like I said, you know, you say something like, I'm rich, and your brain goes, yeah, right, you know. In fact, in my trainings, I call it the yeah, right response, because your brain literally goes, yeah, right, right. And so I said, well, wait a minute. What are we talking about? We're talking about beliefs, right? So what is a belief? Well, a belief is just the thought. Okay, what's thought? Well, thought, what I realize is human thought is a process of asking and searching for answers to questions. Not statements, but questions. In fact, I can prove this to you for everybody listening to this program right now. So for everybody listening, I want to play another little game. This is another game I like to play when I'm doing my, you know, my presentations or workshops. I say, um, all right, uh, why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Now, do you know what just happened in your brain? For everyone listening, your brain just started to search for the answer, right? Your brain literally just said, um, I don't know, why is the sky blue, <laughs> right? So you're actually searching for the answer, because I asked the question, why is the sky blue? Your, your brain's like, huh? Uh, I don't know. But see, it's looking, it's searching, right? So it's kind of like, in fact, it's very much like a computer, right? Your brain is very much like a computer, right? So you put a question into a computer, or even better, a Google search, right? How many of us use Google, right? Every day, probably dozens of times a day. We go to Google and we say, how to do this, or you know, where's a good restaurant near me? Or how can I find this, you know, store or whatever, right? So we're asking, we're literally, what we're doing is we're asking questions. Isn't that interesting? And so I realized, wait a minute, when you ask a question, your brain automatically searches for the answer. So I said, if that's true, then why are we going around making statements we don't believe? Why don't we just cut out the middleman? And I said, well, I don't know, what would that look like? Notice these are all questions. So I said, hmm, I said, well, let's see, you've got this statement or affirmation, which we've been taught for years to say something like, I am rich, to which your brain says, yeah, right. So I said, if that's the statement, then what would the question be? And then I said, why am I so rich? 
Why am I so rich? Now, everybody listening to the program, ask yourself that question right now. Why am I so rich? Now, that might sound very, very strange to you right now. But believe it or not, I actually just taught you how your brain works. Number one. Number two, I actually just showed you the foundation of how you can begin to change your life using my app formations method. This is what I've been teaching my clients for the last 20 plus years, is that once you understand that your brain is, an, is a, a question-seeking machine, it's a, well, it's actually an answer-seeking machine, because when you ask yeah. a question, it has to search for the answer. You don't actually have a choice about that, believe it or not. So, but do you know what most people are doing? Do you know what most people are doing? Asking lousy questions. (laughs) They're asking lousy questions. Why why am I broke? (laughs) Exactly. Why am I so stupid? Why can't I do anything right? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? Why am I so lonely? Why can't I get a date on Friday night? Why is there more months left at the end of the money? (laughs) More months left at the end of the money. Get it? (laughs) And so... I said, wait a minute. When you ask lousy questions, you get lousy answers, and that creates a lousy life. So I said, yeah. wait a second. What if, all, what, if, what if we just flip everything on its head and start asking, instead of asking lousy questions, start asking empowering questions? And then I said, wouldn't that have to change your beliefs and change, lead you to change your habits, change your results, and change your life? And I said, yeah, that would. That's exactly what it would do. So I, I literally jumped out of the shower ran to my Apple computer, wrote down everything I just discovered in the shower, and that became the basis of my first book that I mentioned, you know, called Permission to Succeed way back then. But now, I'm, uh, you know, I actually just finished writing my 16th book, which will be called Millionaire App Formations, and that will be coming out in the spring. So, I mean, the, the amazing thing about your brain is whatever you feed it, it will give back to you. Now, this is, this is a spiritual law, right? We all... Anybody who's been studying spiritual principles for any amount of time knows the law of sowing and reaping. As you sow, so shall you reap. This is the essential law. Emerson called it first law. This is the first law of the universe. As you sow, so shall you reap. But what are we sowing? We're sowing seeds of thought. But what are those seeds of thought? What are those thought seeds? Well, they are, in fact, questions. Yeah, yeah. And what's you know, incredible about this? Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Now, now I was just saying what you're saying. It reminds me when I first started studying metaphysics and the person who mm-hmm. trained and ordained me, uh, Johnny Coleman, she would always say it's mm-hmm. very consistent with what you're saying right now. She would say, mm-hmm. I, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. It was like one of mm-hmm. her famous statements. I am That's the right. thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing. And what you're saying mm-hmm. is the exact same thing. Like, OK, mm-hmm. my thought is making this thing. What type of thoughts do I have? Exactly. So what I've done with my app formations method, and by the way, it's perfectly legitimate to invent a new word when you have a new technology or a new way of looking at the universe. Isn't it true? We often need a new word. For example, Google, Facebook, software, computer, internet, right? These are all new words in terms of human history. They've only been around a very short amount of time and, you know, looking at human history. Yet, of course, now we use them every day. Well, the point is, this, what, I, what I've been teaching for the last two decades, is a new technology of the mind. And so you're right. So affirmations, I'd invented this word to, because I discovered a new technology. And I'm like, I've got to give it a name. And so that word actually came, comes from the word, the Latin word formare, F-O-R-M-A-R-E, which means to form or give shape to. So literally, 
you and I and every human being right now are forming our very lives through the questions we're asking. There's only two problems with that. Number one is most people don't know they're doing this. And number two, most importantly, most people are asking really lousy questions. Like, why am I so stupid? Why can't I do anything right? Why am I so broke? Why, you know, why am I, why does nothing ever work out for me? You ask lousy yeah. questions, you get lousy answers. That creates a lousy life. So now using my affirmations method, and by the way, all of you, everybody listening can go to affirmations.com, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. You can learn more at affirmations.com about my affirmations advantage program. And literally just this one method has changed over a million lives around the world for the last 20 years. And this is the foundation of everything that I teach. Now, as amazing and transformational life-changing as affirmations are, they're not the entirety of everything. They're the beginning of everything. They're the foundation of everything. But imagine if you want to buy a new house or maybe move to a new neighborhood, right? And you're driving around that neighborhood looking at all the, the houses. Do you drive around and say, wow, look at all those nice foundations? <laughs> you don't do that, right? You look at the houses, right? But guess what? If you don't have the right foundation or a strong foundation, you don't have a nice house. Or the house is going to blow over or fall over pretty quickly, right? So that's why with affirmations, it's the beginning. It's the foundation of everything. And it's the most essential of the power habits that I teach in my power habit system. But it is not everything. It's the beginning of everything. It's the foundation of everything. But then, of course, we do have to build the rest of the house, you know, using my methodology. Yes. So we have about a minute and a half before we have to go to our break. So I do mm -hmm. want to give people an opportunity when we come back from the break. If you want to call and ask uh, Noah about head trash, about affirmations, about how to use uh, his technology, mental technology to help you develop more success or more specifically how to demonstrate more money in your life. Uh, I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to call in. Uh, we're going to, again, take a break in about one minute, but you can call in at 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. We'll address uh, your questions. We want to make sure in the second half of the show that if you have questions, we want to make sure that they get answered and you can have what you need. I also want to do a, just a quick brief commercial for some things going on at the church. So at Christ Universal Temple, I'll be speaking this Sunday. I'm teaching, I'm starting a, a new series called The Soul of Christmas, and I'm teaching uh, The Awakening, uh, Born of the Holy Spirit, The Awakening, and what are the metaphysical principles found in the birth narratives of Jesus. So if you ever wanted to learn the metaphysics of that story of Joseph and the angel and all of that type of stuff, I'm going to teach it this Sunday. Also want to remind you that we have a Christmas concert coming up on the 18th and our candle lighting service, which is wonderful. You definitely want to be in tune. Log in at our website, www.cutemple.org, our Facebook page, or our YouTube channel, CU Temple. And I'll be preaching at the end of the month, uh, right after Christmas. We'll be right back with Truth Transforms. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back. Welcome back. Before we get back to our guests, I had a couple of other quick reminders that I want to make sure that I give you. As I was mentioning before I got off, that we're starting a new series at Christ Universal Temple called The Soul of Christmas, and we're doing the metaphysical interpretation of the birth narratives of Jesus. And I want to make sure that you are aware of those things. Again, Christ Universal Temple Facebook page, our YouTube page is CU Temple, one word. Uh, or you can go to our website, www.cutemple.org. I also want to remind you that we have Facebook Live lessons uh, Monday through Friday at noon Central Time. Obviously, you don't have to watch them live. You can go back later on our Facebook page, Christ Universal Temple. I, I took a month off. I'm going to get back to it this month. So some of the other speakers have been uh, presenting their lessons, but I'm going to get back to it. I know people have been reaching out to me and asking me about it. I was resting my voice for the month of November um, because you all know I'm very passionate in my presentation style. Also, I want to um, remind you about uh, Reverend Wells's Facebook Live lesson uh, show, uh, Temple Talks, Facebook on Facebook, 7 p.m. Central Time. Just do at Derek Wells or at Rev Derek Wells, and it'll pop up. So I think that pretty much covers the commercial stuff that I need to cover for today. So what I want to get back into Noah is uh, the, the head trash concerning money specifically because you, you gave the, 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 the universal principles around it, but I want to get really specific mm-hmm. about getting rid of the head trash around money. And specifically what are some of the core head trash beliefs concerning money? Absolutely. And I just want to remind everyone listening Go to sendmeabooknoah.com, and you can get my new book. It's called Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money for free. Uh, we just ask you to cover the shipping. Again, the website is sendmeabooknoah.com. Easy to remember. Sendmeabooknoah.com, and I will send you that book for free. All right, so the head trash about money. So let's talk about what some of these sources are of the head trash about money specifically, right? Again, so, oh, and by the way, I, I want to go back to my uh, example that I was talking about earlier. I actually didn't really get to finish my, my example there, my thought, which was you're driving in your car, right? So you're, you have, let's say you have a destination and you're like, well, Noah, you know, people, you know, they hire me as to coach them or come in to speak for their companies or workshops. And they'll say, well, Noah, you know, we have this goal. I want to make more money. I want to grow my business. I want to start my business. I want to lose weight. I want to be healthier. I want to be happier. I want to get to that next level in my, my life, my business, my career, right? And I'll say, okay, great. So you've got your goal. So imagine you're driving in your car, right? And so you're driving in your car, but unbeknownst to you, you have developed the unconscious habit of driving with one foot on the brake. So you've got one foot on the gas, but the other foot is on the brake. Now, how long do you think it's going to reach you to reach your goal? Or excuse me, how long do you think it's going to take you to reach your goal? You'll well, it actually could take you forever, right? I mean, you could literally yeah. never get there, depending on how much you have your foot on the brake. I've had many people say, you know, many of my clients, when, when they started working, they say, no, I've got the, my foot on the brake and the emergency brake on. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yes, I know the feeling. And so anyway, so the point is, here is what happens in the personal growth industry. So, you know, what happens is guru number one will come up to you and they say, listen, I see you're not uh, reaching your goals. So what you need to do, here's what you need to do. You need to put in a really expensive gas, right? The gas that you're putting in your car isn't good enough. 
so you need to put this high octane gas. You go, all right, you go to the gas station, put in this expensive high octane gas, get back in your car, but you're still doing the same thing. You're still doing the same habit of having one foot on the brakes. You're still not reaching your goals. The second guru comes up to you and they say, well, you know what your problem is? You need a more expensive tires, right? These tires aren't good enough. So you should buy these really top of the line expensive tires. You go, all right. So you go to the tire store, buy these really expensive tires. You're spending more of your time and money, right? Your effort, put the tires on, get back in your car, but you're still doing the same habit. And so you're getting the same results. So finally, guru number three comes along and they say, you know what you need to do? You need to buy this really expensive sports car because I've got this cool sports car, you know, and, uh, you know, look at all my posts on social media. You know, don't I look awesome? So you should really do what I tell you to do. And so you go, well, I guess he knows what he's talking about, right? So I, I didn't really didn't want to sell my car, but, you know, trade in your car, get this expensive sports car. You get back in your car, but you're still doing the same habit and getting the same results. So now you spend all this time, money, and effort, and you're still getting the same results. So here's what I do that's different. So I come up to you and I say, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, did you know you have your foot on the brake? And you're like, uh, no. And I say, well, do you realize if you get your foot off the brake, we can actually get you to your goals a lot faster and easier with a lot less time, effort, and money. And you're like, really? I say, yeah, that's how we're able to get our clients so that they make more in 12 weeks than they made in the previous 12 months. And then the people go, where do I sign? <laughs> right? How do I sign up? <laughs> right? Sign me up. You see what I mean? Because that's really what's happening in this industry. That's why so many people have spent a lot of time, money, and effort. I'll give you a quick example. There was one one of our coaching clients uh, named Susan from California, and she heard me speak, in fact, on a, on a radio show similar to this. And uh, she contacted my office and she, you know, ended up hiring me. But anyway, before, you know, as we were talking, she said that she had spent $60,000, over $60,000, think about that, on all these personal growth programs, but she was about to declare bankruptcy. Not only were these programs not working, they, for her, they, <laughs> they put her in a really, really bad place. She was about to lose her home. She was about to lose her marriage. Her husband said, I can't take it anymore. We're supposed to be getting better. We're getting worse. These programs don't work. And so, uh, you know, so anyway, I worked with her and, and this is essentially what I helped her with. I said, Susan, you don't need to buy any more gas tires or you don't need a new car. It's just about getting your foot off the brake. It's about taking out this head trash, particularly about money for her and for many people. Anyway, long story short, as a result, you know, what happened was we got her from $60,000 in debt to a six-figure income in one year. So imagine the, the distance that she would have had to go to get there if she still had her foot on the brake. So when you think about head trash, particularly about money, what I would encourage everybody to do right now, everyone who's listening to this program, is write down some of the negative beliefs that you have about money. Now, these are everywhere. If, you, if you're like, well, what, like, what get, what's the negative belief about money? Well, it doesn't actually take too long to think about them, right? I mean, you can find them everywhere and anywhere, right? So, I mean, let's face it. There's, there are many of them in the Bible itself. The Bible is famous for saying these things about, you know, that it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the gates of heaven. There you go right there, right? So, of course, we don't want to have money. Money is bad. Money's not spiritual. Money, if you have a lot of money, you must be a selfish, greedy person. Hello, that's head trash. I mean, yeah, you know, head and, trash. And, so, and then some. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But see, this, I mean, just a simple, or what seems like on the surface, a simple belief that's everywhere, that's unbelievably common, 
can it totally, I mean, so think about this. On the one hand, you're like, well, no, I, I really want to make more money. But on the other hand, that's, well, and by the way, that's your foot on the gas, right? Your foot on the gas, yeah. Go back, going back to the car example, analogy, illustration is that, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm going towards my goal. I'm working hard. I've got my foot on the, on the gas. But did you realize, and most people don't, their other foot is slammed on the brake because they're saying, well, I don't want to be a selfish, greedy person. So I guess I'll just kind of maybe either tap the brake or slam on the brakes, you know, because, and what happens so often, I'll give you another example. We had a, a, another one of my coaching clients uh, named Sheila. She was a business owner, entrepreneur, and she was making about $5,000 a month in her business, which is pretty good, right? Not bad at all. But she knew that she could do a lot more. She's like, uh, there's, you know, two, three, five levels more than this that I could really be doing. And she spent a lot of time and money and effort going to all the gurus and seminars and courses and books and everything like that. And again, just plateaued. She was plateaued. She was stuck at that level. I mean, she was doing okay, but she knew there was more. And so she heard me speak at a conference. She hired me as her coach. What happened was because I showed her how to get her foot off the brake, how to install these, what we call the power habits, the power habits of unconsciously successful people, she went from where she was making $5,000 a month, working really hard to make $5,000 a month, to where she's making $75,000 a month. Not a year, a month. $75,000 a month. That's a 15 times increase in less than a year. And even better than that, as great as the money is, and it is great, it's really nice because she was able to take her family on vacation. She was able to you know, retire her spouse. Just a lot of really nice things. You know, send her kids to nice school. What happened was she told me that, no, Noah, what's incredible is I'm actually working less to make $75,000 a month than I was when I was making $5,000 a month. Yeah. Now, there's people that yeah. hear that. There's people that hear that story and they go, well, that's impossible. That's, that's you mean, you, you can't do that. And I go, well, number one, that's your head trash talking, right? <laughs> and number two, think about mm -hmm. this, you know, for, for everybody listening, let's say you're, you know, you're making Whatever oh, it is. Just for a second, though. Can you just for yeah. one moment? We have a caller called in. I want to make sure we get this oh, call. That person been waiting. So please put a pin because I want to hear the rest of this story. No, I want to bring the person I, I, in really quickly. Fire on. Fire away. Right. question. Hi, Stan. Are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Do you have a question for Noah? Yeah. Um. So, Noah, you, you were talking about um, mm -hmm. spending money, and uh, you gave an example of somebody who spent, say, $60,000 on uh, coaching. So there's a lot of, I don't know, consternation around the idea of coaching and whether you ought to be spending the money or not. People sometimes kind of struggle with the decision, should I spend this money on this particular service? In other words, is it going to be worth it? And specifically, sometimes people will borrow money so that they can get uh, coaching or get into some kind of uh, mastermind group, connect with some someone on that on that particular um, okay. subject. So what do you say to that? I mean, how, how do the person make the decision as to whether they should, let, you know, um, spend this large amount of money for um, coaching or some other type of uh, service? So how do you make that decision? And uh, the second part of that is, should you borrow money? In other words, is it worth it? 
Okay, great questions. Uh, Stan, is it? Yes. All right, great. I'm, I love these questions. So, you know, when we're looking at making an investment of any kind, right, and what, that's what you're talking about. So what I've noticed is there's a big, big difference between how highly successful people look at that investment and how not successful people look at the investment. So non-successful people, people who are struggling or staying stuck, what they look at is, well, how much does it cost? Right, that's the first thing I ask. Well, how much is it? How much does it cost? And that is a way that is a form of head trash in the sense, is, in the sense that that question itself is coming from the wrong place. So what I've noticed that highly successful people do, you know, over my 20 plus years of coaching people around the world, is that they will ask this question. How soon can I get a return on my investment? How soon am I going to make my money back? Right. And so do you see the difference between those two questions? Now, how do you know that? Well, one way is you can see have other people gotten results from this program, from this coaching, from this mastermind, from this course. Right. The one that you're considering joining. Have other people gotten results? Number one. Number two, do they seem credible? In other words, for example, when you go to our website, uh, in fact, I'll give you just a, a quick thing you could take a look at. It's freegiftfromnoah.com. Free gift from Noah. It's a free gift. It's a training that I did on how to make, how I help my clients make more in 12 weeks than they did in the last 12 months. So again, it's free gift from Noah.com. It's just free. You just watch the training. But you'll see that there's example after example after example of how I've helped people make more in 12 weeks than they made in the last 12 months. And so when you come from that point of view and you say, number one, how soon can I make my investment back? And number two, have other people done it? Has it worked for others? Now, there's, for example, you know, I have a program called the 12 week breakthrough, which is where I coach people and help them make more in 12 weeks than they made in the last 12 months. And we have one woman who's in the class that I'm running right now. And she told me that she's already made her money back. We're only on week three. She's already made her investment back in the third week. And the funny thing is, we haven't even looked at her business yet. All we've been doing is talking about this inner game, which is what I call it. We have the inner game which is where, you know, exactly what we're talking about. And then we have the outer game, which is where we start looking at your business or your career and so, such like that. So that would be the answer. And that's what I've seen is one of the things that separates non-successful people from highly successful people. Okay, amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank My you, pleasure. Thank you. Um, I'm seeing it. I'm trying to see if we have an, a person that might be a, uh, another call. I'm trying <clears> to see <throat> if they've been screened. Um all right. Because we have about 11 minutes left, and I wanted to make sure if we did have another caller, but it hasn't it hasn't gone through yet. So I'm going to assume that they um, haven't been screened. So I don't know if you remember where you left off uh, with with the caveat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I, I was talking about Sheila, I, and we have so many stories. Again, when you go to sendmeabooknoah.com or freegiftfromnoah.com, You'll see just story after story, example after example, case study. Because that's what it really comes down to, I believe, is that the proof is in the results, right? I mean, it doesn't really matter what somebody says. I mean, it doesn't. Let's face it. It just matters, does it get results? Does it get results for real people, for, you know, everyday people, for, you know, you don't have to be, because you mentioned at the top of the show, and yes, I do. I work with Hollywood celebrities. I work with seven and eight figure CEOs. I work with you know, professional athletes, elite entrepreneurs. And that's all great and it's a lot of fun, but does it work for everyone? And the only way that it can work for everyone is if it's a system. 
See, one of the other things in this industry that we see is a lot of personality, what I call personality-driven success, personality-driven. That means you see people who are, you know, getting lots of attention on social media, and it, they have these big, larger-than-life personalities. And they say, hey, you know, I was able to do this and do that and make all this money and have all this cool stuff. And I'm like, well, that's great. For you, what about the rest of us? Right? And so to me, that's a personality that doesn't help the rest of us. So that's what one of the reasons that I've helped my clients make so many, you know, so much money and, and just really so many transformational life stories over the last two decades is because I created a system that causes success. In fact, what I real what I created is a system that eliminates the causes of failure. So again, going back to the car analogy, imagine, so what the gurus are doing is they're saying, well, all you have to do, if you want to reach your goals faster, just step on the gas harder. Just, you know, really press that gas. Come on, set your goals. You can do it. Set your goals. Come on, think positive. And now notice that that, that advice isn't exactly wrong. There's nothing really wrong with it. But my argument is very simple. If you're driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas, and someone comes along and tells you to step on the gas harder, are you really going to reach your goals faster? <laughs> you know, aren't you just going to ruin your car faster? And so that's why with the system that enables you, empowers you to get your foot off the brake, you actually don't need to step on the gas harder. That's going back to my example of, of Sheila that I was talking about, who I helped go from $5,000 a month to $75,000 a month. That's what she, what's exactly what she said. She said, Noah, what's so incredible is I'm working less to make 75,000 a month than I was making 5,000 a month. And that's what I was saying is that if people, you know, don't believe that or they're skeptical, I would just simply say, well, listen, what if I asked you to work 15 times harder than you are right now? Would that make any sense? And you're like, well, no, I can't work 15 times harder. Well, how about work 15 times longer? You know, instead of working eight hours a day, work 35 hours a day. Well, that's not possible. <laughs> it's like, well, wait a minute, you can't do that, right? So it's not about working harder. It's not about working longer. It's not even about being more talented or smarter. You know, it's just about having better systems, a better system in place, thereby enabling you to reach your goals so much faster and easier. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, um, don't worry about the other caller. I don't know if something happened with that person. Sometimes they call and they <laughs> okay. get disconnected and all of that other good stuff. But what, what you okay. were explaining to me about what you were just saying, not just to me, but to the listeners, reminded mm -hmm. me of, mm -hmm. a, a, of a conversation that I had with somebody years ago. And uh, they were talking about, you know, we were talking about something very similar to what you're talking about, you know, you know, a larger than life mm -hmm. personality or, or someone who has a, a high level of uniqueness saying, copy me. And I was and I brought up the example of Michael Jordan and Shaq. I use those two. I'm a big ba NBA basketball fan. I said, well, it's easy for Shaquille O'Neal to say, just drop your shoulder into somebody, jump up and dunk when you're seven foot one and you're 360 pounds and can run like a gazelle. I said, but everybody can mimic that. I said the same thing with uh, Michael Jordan. Everybody's not gonna be six foot six with hands that can palm a, a, <laughs> a globe basically and can jump over buildings. Everybody's not gonna have that pure level of athleticism. I said, but, right. I said, but my friends who have kids that watch Steph Curry, who's six two maybe, 185 pounds, average size, maybe a little taller than the average human being, but not nowhere near in basketball terms, is that his game can be mimicked because his game is pure skill. 
he learned that you That's don't right. have to be mm-hmm. seven feet one and three fifty or six six with uh, with Superman level athleticism to dominate basketball. And I think what you're saying is when you and this is just my analogy. I'm not saying this is what you're saying. This is my how I'm interpreting it is there's skills that anybody can learn. There are principles that anybody can practice. There are universal laws that anybody can apply to get consistent, successful results. Do, do I have it? Oh, you absolutely have it. And, and I actually really love that example, that analogy. Uh, you know, the difference between a Michael Jordan, a Shaq, and a Steph Curry. In fact, Steph Curry very consciously uses himself as an example for kids, for young people who want to get into any kind of sports, not just basketball. But I would argue he's a great example for the rest of us in, just in life, right? That, you know, just if you're not this, you know, amazing specimen of a human, you can still be very successful if you practice the fundamentals. Right. And that's, isn't that funny? Because that's what I'm teaching with, for example, my affirmations method. That's what I was saying a moment ago is that it is the foundation. And by the way, foundation and fundamental both come from the Latin word fundere, which means the, the, the base, the foundation. So that is the fundamentals are the foundation. Affirmations can now for everybody listening, you know, if, if you want to get to where you want to go much faster, much, much faster and easier. I mean, three, five, 10 times faster. That's what we've seen over and over for the last two decades. You know, start using my Affirmations method. Again, go, you can go to Affirmations.com, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S, Affirmations.com, and you can watch my training for free. Free gift from Noah.com. We just got lots of free stuff for everybody. <laughs> I just love to You're like, oh, share car this for you, car for you. Everybody gets yeah, a car. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we, we, we only have about four minutes left. Uh, mm-hmm. Three minutes or so left. So mm-hmm. in closing, um, when it comes to helping people get past their head trash concerning money, what mm-hmm. would be the, mm-hmm. the one thing you would like to leave my listeners with so they can apply immediately? Absolutely. I think the first thing that I would say to everyone listening is, number one, just think about or even write down what are your goals? Where is it you want to go? What is your destination? Now people say, oh, come on. Yeah, we've heard that a million times. I'm like, yeah, maybe you've heard it, but maybe you haven't done it for a while. Maybe it's something that you think is so simple that you just overlooked it. And so maybe you haven't done it, or maybe you have done it. Maybe you're consistently looking at your goals. I'm not sure. But there are so many people that I've coached over the last two decades that they come to me and they go, no, I don't really know what I want anymore. And that's the point, is that sometimes our goals change over time. In fact, they always change over time, right? Because life changes. I mean, you probably don't want the same things now as you did when you were in high school or college or whatever it might be, right? I mean, life changes and we go through different times in our life. So what is it you really want right now? I call that identifying your pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's number one. And then number, number two, what what's in your way? Why don't you have it right now? What's the block? What's the obstacle? What's the hindrance? What's in your way? In other words, if you already had what you wanted, you'd be there. (laughs) So why aren't you there? Right? And maybe there's, you know, you need uh, the help of a coach, a mentor. Maybe you need just better systems. Maybe you need some better tools. 
Maybe you need a better plan. Maybe you need all of those. Okay, so that's what we, you know, we help you with. We've been helping people around the world for, you know, since 1997. So, I mean, just those two things can really, really help you as simple as they sound. And they are simple. And uh, it's so funny because, you know, I've had, uh, when you watch one of my videos, there's a, a client years ago that said, Noah St. John is the easy button. And I thought that was really cute because I'd rather be the easy button than the hard button. You know, like, mm-hmm. ah, this is really hard. This is really complicated. No, it's, it's actually pretty easy. Now, now, that simple is not always easy. Just because it's right. simple doesn't mean it's necessarily easy. But what I would just say in closing is that, you know, you can do it. You really can do it. And you don't have to change your whole life. Sometimes it's just these little small tweaks that make big changes. Big doors swing on small hinges. And so I hope that something I've said here today has, has been helpful for you. Well, I'm going to start calling you the, uh, the Bruce Lee of self-help. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm a, I, <laughs> thank you. I, because I'm a martial I, artist, besides being a minister and a speaker myself. Mm. And to paraphrase an old Bruce Lee statement, this is a paraphrase, not a direct quote, Noah. But I think you'll mm-hmm. get it. It applies to what you just said. He once wrote, "When I, when I, before I learned martial arts, I thought a punch was just a punch and a kick was just a kick. When I learned martial arts, I found out that a punch wasn't just a punch and a kick wasn't just a kick." Once I mastered martial arts, or I don't know if he used the word master, but that's the gist of it. He said, mm-hmm. I discovered that a punch was just a punch and a <laughs> kick was just a kick. So he was just looking. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? That's it's, great. Just, it's the exact same it. thing you just said. It's, it's mm, the same thing it. looking at it from different levels. And, and, awesome. and from a heightened level of awareness, you see the simplicity and the fundamentals uh, but while you're learning it, it seems complex. So it's uh, we have four, 15 seconds left, so I'm going to have to go ahead and finish this. But I just want to thank you, Noah, for coming on. You're always welcome to come back on my podcast to share your gifts. Um, and I wish you nothing but prosperity and well-being as you continue to help people live better lives. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.